Welcome, Castleberry. It is now time to have a casual conversation for the beneficial good of our community. The show you are about to listen to is called What's Up, Castleberry? And now it is my absolute pleasure to introduce to you your hosts, Andy and Drew, along with producer Robin. Hey, what's up, Castleberry? It's Drew and Andy. We're back with another exciting episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. This is episode number 115. That's right, listeners. You got to go back and listen to all of our previous episodes. <laughs> Each and every week, we have great conversations about all things Castleberry. And before Andy, my co-host shares, uh, listener, I got to tell you, in the, in the show business industry, sometimes the phrase, the show must go on, applies. <laughs> and, and this is one of those episodes. We've got a co-host feeling a little under the weather. We've got a producer, Robin, who is on the call, but is on mute. And here we go. We're going to make the best of it aren't we andy we are the quality of uh, the doug jokes i read may be a little bit decreased today yeah but uh gonna soldier through just uh fighting some some issues but i'm excited to be on the pod looking forward to meeting our guest and always hanging out with you Absolutely. And it's, you know, great time of year. Easter's right around the corner as of this recording and just uh, a lot to be thankful for. And, you know, it was really fun recently being able to serve alongside you and mm. other friends from Castleberry. Uh, we recently partnered as two churches, Willow Creek and Church Together, along with Metro Life Church, Community <clears throat> United Methodist Church, the city of Castleberry, Bravo Food Supermarkets, and many others, just citizens from our community to uh, do this neighbor to neighbor event, which we've done a couple of times. Andy, do you want to just talk about your experience serving in Castleberry this uh, last week? Yeah, what a great experience it was. I think altogether we had just over 100 volunteers and you listed some of the churches and organizations. One organization you didn't mention was the Castleberry Police Department because they sent yes. some officers out. And one of the profound pictures for me was of the chief of police, not in his kind of dress blues uniform, but in sweats, getting sweaty, cleaning out the yard of a resident in Castleberry. And I think that speaks so much to his humility and the success and the joy of this program, right? That those who are in need are helped by those who have able bodies and resources to help. And you put those things together and we, we clean up our community and we make it a better place. And it's a win, 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 and probably a, a couple more. It's a win for the homeowners, for the churches, for those who serve, for our organizations, for our community as a whole. It just goes on and on. And so uh, it was really great to serve with you in that capacity. Tell us about the home that you went to. Absolutely. So so Neighbor to Neighbor is really going alongside and, and helping with some homes that the city has identified just in need of some TLC. And so was fortunate enough to work alongside five or six other people from our community that I actually did not know. I'd never met before and uh, went out to Jasmine Road. And there was a home there. It was occupied by uh, probably a lady in maybe her 50s or so and with one child. And it was her father-in-law's house. And her father-in-law is quite elderly and unable to kind of maintain some of the property, especially in the backyard. And so we went in there with lawnmowers and edgers. Uh, we trimmed tree limbs, took out some some garbage, leaves, you name it. We did it. And we just had a blast. And, and the yard was totally transformed. In fact, about two-thirds of the way through the project, 
with Andy. This was maybe two, two and a half hours in. I got in a conversation with the neighbor of the, the house we were working on. A, a lady came out and started asking some questions and found out she was originally from Columbia and has been in Castleberry for a number of years. She desires to improve her English. So she was very excited to come out and speak English to, to me. Told her, yeah, I apologize. I, I can't <laughs> respond in kind in Spanish, but it was a great conversation. And she was just thrilled to, to see us coming alongside and serving the community. So as you said, just a, a win across the board. And then uh, I don't know about you, but for me, I ended the day Bravo Supermarkets, which there's a couple of locations, one on 1792. I think there's another on 436. We've had them as a guest in a, a previous episode. Uh, they gave us free lunch. And so I went and picked up lunch about 4 p.m. that afternoon and got just a nice big plate full of beans and rice and pork. And it was delicious. So a great day all the way around. You know, if you're having lunch at 4 p.m., Drew, that's kind of like an early dinner. I think I'm on the, my way to being an old man with the yeah early, <laughs> early dinner crowd. <laughs> that's funny. What a great day. I think uh, about 12 homes were served, an army of over 100 volunteers, and together they made our city more of a community. It was a beautiful thing to say. That's right. Exactly. Well, transitioning now to our dad jokes of the week, Andy, you and I were together in person at the Castleberry Chamber of Commerce meeting this week as of this recording. And uh, it's funny, you walk into a room together now and people come up to me, come up to you and start giving us jokes or or telling us other jokes that maybe they've heard of or they'll repeat a joke that we've shared. This segment is just continuing to gain steam despite the desire to quash it. But here we go. <laughs> Andy, it is the springtime. Can February, March, can the month of February, March? Ooh, can February, March? Uh, I don't know. Well, it did march on, but uh, no, it cannot. But April, May. <laughs> that, was, that was a calendar joke. <laughs> that that, that reminds me of the old math joke, right? Wasn't there something like seven, eight, nine? Or why was uh, seven, eight, nine? Yep. Why was I don't know? Someone scared of someone. <laughs> All right, dip, let me try this. Different subject altogether. <laughs> I feel weird even saying this one. But here we go. Uh, Andy, cosmetic surgery used to be something that no one talked about. It used to be a very taboo subject. Indeed. But but now. It's very common to walk around. You can see signage. You can talk to anybody about Botox and nobody even raises an eyebrow. Hey, there <laughs> it is. There it is. All right. Some Doug joke. All right. First Doug joke. Well, you know, it's raining once again in Castleberry. Yeah. Uh, we had a nasty little storm blow through today, but uh, Doug uh, joke number one says it started raining. All my wife has done is look sadly through the window. If it gets any worse, I'm going to have to let her in. <laughs> Doug's got a theme with kind of ragged, yeah, on, I mean, ragged on wives. That's he's fun. a really nice guy. He would never ever do that. All right. <laughs> Next one. Uh, over the weekend, uh, Doug was preparing some fish or a fish with some herbs the other day when his wife came up and started talking to him. So he told her this isn't really the time or the place to have a conversation. <laughs> Are you, so this is a real question. Is in Britain, is it pronounced herb or I would herb? Say, I would have said, what did I say? You said herb. That must oh. be because you're just under the weather. I think it's herbs, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. yeah, uh, Americans, I believe, would make the H silent. Uh -huh. But 
I believe the H is there to be celebrated. So it's, <laughs> it's herb. We're all about shortening things here in America. Just <laughs> we mumble and shorten our words. So if Robin was here, she'd remind us of that scene in the office that we often talk about where Kevin says, uh, use words less. <laughs> Yeah. Why use many words when few words do trick? Yeah, that's right. It's the American version that is why use H in herbs when Mm -hmm. three letters do the trick. I like it. Well, you did mention it's raining outside for our uh, Castleberry in the news segment. We like to touch on different things going on in our city. Uh, We're hopeful that the weather will be good as of this recording and the week of uh, Easter, because April 15th, Friday, there is a golf tournament highlighting and honoring friends of the park. That's right. Friends of the park. Uh, We're going to have a conversation next episode with the friends of the park president, Colleen Hufford. Uh, They do much good work in the city. In fact, Andy, not too long ago, I walked around and there was a a little doggy trash can, right. To, to put the dog poop in and on, on it, there was stickers that said donated by friends of the park. So this golf tournament on April 15th is all about helping friends of the park do good work and provide just natural beauty and care for our city of Castleberry. Uh, this golf tournament is being put on by Colleen and the Friends of the Park. They're asking for help with silent auction or raffle items. You can volunteer at the event. You can be a whole sponsor. And of course, you can play golf. The golf tournament's going to be at the <laughs> Castleberry Golf Course. And I am not playing in this, and I don't think you are either. This is an important day. Where we'll be kind of tied up that Friday before Easter, but expecting a good crowd, expecting lots of energy, and fun. I think Colleen mentioned that it's it's like three B's. It's what birdies, something, and bruise. Because I know there's yeah, gonna be yeah, yeah. I knew the bruise stuck out to me as well. <laughs> so we're gonna put this word out there. If you would like information about the golf tournament, please email Colleen Hufford, and her email is Colleen S. Hufford at gmail.com. Colleen S. Hufford at gmail.com. That's gonna be a great tournament. Andy, have you participated in Friends of the Park events in the past? Um, I have been part of the EarthFest event and I've uh, supported some of the other things over the years. Great organization doing some some great work. Drew, I think we would be remiss uh, just as we're talking about events this weekend if we didn't wish our listeners a happy Easter. I realize there are folks of different faiths and no faiths who listen to us, but both Drew and I are pastors and uh, we'll be celebrating this weekend the Easter story and the Easter resurrection and friends, if you have a church home, we'd encourage you to go to it. It's a big weekend in, in our world. Absolutely. Well said. And as I look outside and it's kind of a rainy day, it's a good reminder of our faith where there's a dark moment, but there is light and new hope and new beginnings just around the bend. Very good. We're going to take a short podcast break and be back with our guest. I want to tell you about our friends at Full Circle Real Estate and Management. Lynn Brecken is a dear friend of Andy and I's, and Lynn has been involved in the Castleberry community for many years. Lynn serves on the board as uh, the treasurer for the Chamber of Commerce here in Castleberry. And professionally, her and her team at Full Circle Real Estate and Management work with buyers, sellers, and investors. They offer a full range of management services. So if you're looking 
looking to buy a home, sell a home, or have them perhaps help you manage the, the sale or purchase of a home, please reach out to Len and her team. Their website is myfullcirclerealestate.com. You can email Len at L-Y-N-N-E at myfullcirclerealestate.com or give them a call at 407-921-3763. Lynn is a great person and will work to do everything she can to help you. Check them out. Full Circle Real Estate and Management. Welcome back, listeners. We are thrilled to have a new member of our Castleberry business community with us today, Miss Danielle Perry. She recently started working for reverse mortgage funding. Every time the bank takes the money out of my account for my mortgage, I wish I could reverse that process. Uh, but I don't think that's what we're talking about here. Welcome to the show, Danielle. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to talk. Well, we like talking, <laughs> so we're off to a good start already. In order to help us kind of accelerate forward, could we just do a few icebreaker questions? We always find that those are fun. And we have a couple for you as well. When you and your family go out to eat, who wins the battle of where to eat and where do you eat? Well, if we have our six-year-old with us, then he usually dictates Luckily, his uh, palate has expanded to include hamburgers now instead of just pizza. So uh, we were able to go a lot of other places. And at one point, if the pizza did not look like a personal pan pizza, he would not eat it. He's the driver for that. Usually when my husband and I go out, he says, just pick somewhere. He's like, by the end of the day, I don't want to make another decision. uh, From Wisconsin, he's got to have a meat. So Italian mm. or some kind of meat. He's he's easy. So well, if he's from Wisconsin, is Culver's on your? Oh on your yeah, list? Culver's on our list. And I discovered Culver's when I went up there not too long ago, before the one was built here locally. And I was like, cheese curds. What is that? I was. I, I mean, I knew about all the cheese, but cheese curds, and then. Boy, the fry, the Friday fish fries. Holy cow. I didn't yeah. know what I was missing. But five weeks we were there, fish mm. fry every Friday at a different place. Oh, yum. Was, They'll uh, change your I life. Homeless, it is. It's really good. I'm yeah. Andy, I'm trying to remember when we were having our conversation with the general manager from Culver's, this was many episodes ago. I think it's the cheese sauce. You mentioned cheese curds. I think it's the cheese sauce. He highlighted that if you add that to the fries or whatever, it's just even even that much better. So I'm the kind of guy who would probably have a cheese sauce on my cheese curds, but that's (laughs) awesome. Danielle, can I ask you our next icebreaker question? I'm a movie buff or kind of a self-proclaimed movie buff. That's the only kind of buff he is. Though, just to clarify that. Definitely, definitely. If uh, if if we were to kind of take your life and, and make it, I'm just going to ignore that, Andy. If we were to take your life, make it a movie, what would the genre of the movie be? Maybe maybe a title of your life, and yeah. and what actress would you pick to play you? I feel like maybe the dynamic is different, but right now we are in a Boss Baby uh, movie, ah. and um, <laughs> I am a cartoon character. I have just learned 
learn to uh, adapt and go with what this little six-year-old going on, I don't know, 13 or 14. And I, I know that he's doing me to me when he says and puts his hands up, here's what I'm going to need from you. <laughs> So I know I've done said that multiple times and he just says it back to me and we just call him boss baby because he will kind of just tell us, you know, what's going on, what we're going to do next. We're going to do this. We're going to play this Roblox game. I'm learning to play Roblox. I don't know if you're familiar with that. And so kind of hard for me to get into that when my games are usually, you know, some kind of word puzzle. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's, it's boss baby for sure. That, that makes sense. It seems that as we get older, we don't actually become the boss. We become the servants of another boss. Um, yes. <laughs> it's funny. We think it's going to be an ascent, but it's actually a, a descent. All right. One more question. Let me see. You work a lot, your website says, with a 55 plus community, but you are obviously a lot younger than that. What is one thing that you would like to do in your retirement? Oh, I've been, I think about retirement a lot. Yeah, thank me too. For, <laughs> thank you for the question. And I actually do check the box for being in a senior. So I, I am in that. I'm not eligible for retirement yet. But my dream is to travel for longer periods of time, like a month or so mm. in an RV with my dogs and go and just pick up and move, go to a state park and stay there a week, go to another one. There are so many in Florida I haven't even been to. I'd love to do that. Just kind of start that bucket list and start checking off all of the Florida ones. So it's really the debate on the size of the RV right now. Because (laughs) the state parks have a limit, but then we've got a golden and another dog and two adults and possibly a kid. So, you know, so that's really the debate right now. But RV living is kind of my retirement dream. My, my daughter is intrigued by that too. You could go to a different fish fry every Friday night. That's that's great. <laughs> that sounds like a blast. Well, it, it was interesting to note there you shoehorned your son in at the end, but you're kind of implying I'm, I'm ready to go off and be with my dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely, he does make things more exciting and he's my great nephew. We co-parent with his family. So I don't have him a hundred percent, but we have him half the time. So it's enough to, you know, we thought we were ahead into retirement and then we get a little six-year-old dropped in (laughs) well at that you know one one year old dropped in and it kind of changes things but we've introduced him to RVing he likes it so that's a good one wow that's amazing thank you for sharing that part of your story with us Danielle tell us uh, just a little bit about some of the things that you enjoy here here locally you're not able to get out on the open road yet but uh, tell me about what you like about Castleberry and, and Seminole County I think one of the best things is how many parks we have. There are just so many opportunities to go to a different park and a different weekend, every different weekend. And I try to, you know, model that behavior for my nephew. Let's get out. Let's be outside away from that video game (laughs) and do something in the park. It's fishing. It's kayaking. I really love Secret Lake Park. I don't know if you've been there, but just it's got everything. You can hike, bike, kayak. They've got, I think they've got tennis courts on the other side. Great playground, picnic tables, just awesome. That is my number one favorite thing about Seminole County and Castleberry. I think that the improved and the number of bike trails we're getting now, the, you know, 10 foot trails where you're going behind the scenes, there's 
no traffic. I love that. That's really what I like to do and get out, get out and do on the weekends or any other time we can. A lot of natural beauty around here. You used to live in, in Denver as well. And there's a different kind of natural beauty out there in, <laughs> in Colorado. Talk, talk yes. to us about some of the differences between the natural beauty of Colorado and the natural beauty of Seminole County. The number one obvious thing. So I grew up here actually in the home I'm living in now. And then in the mid-90s, I moved to Denver for a job opportunity. And the number one thing is the humidity or the lack of humidity, right? Mm. It's a dry heat. Mm. What was fascinating to me is I would be out there in a long sleeve shirt, which I hardly ever wear in Florida, and it would be 90-something degrees and you're you're not sweating. It was unbelievable, right? The first year, we only had one vehicle. And so when I went to buy the other differences, I went to buy an SUV. Because now we got into hiking and climbing. They asked me if I wanted air conditioning in the car or not. And I was like, what? There's an option? That's crazy. (laughs) Why would you not have? It's an option. Same thing in homes. It was a big deal. Like, well, do you want a home with an air? When we started looking for a house, do you want a home with an air conditioning? Really? Yeah. You know, dumbfounded me. And then. I learned about a swamp cooler. It kind of just draws in the cool air from outside. And honestly, there were very few years we ran our air conditioning. The reason we run it is just to keep it running, but we wouldn't need it. We would just run it to keep, you know, everything working. But once it got to be about 100, that's about the time to run the air conditioning. (laughs) And I think the other big thing is how quickly the weather turns. Jeff Box already said, you might be a Colorado if you run your heater and your air conditioning the same day. That's true. It would be <laughs> snowing in the morning. You've got a code. Wow. Rails on. You know, you're walking in three inches of snow. And at lunch, it's melted off. You short sleeves. By the time you get home, you're in shorts and, you know, a T-shirt. So pretty yeah. amazing. That would be challenging to get used to. But that, that sounds beautiful. I don't remember ever seeing a cockroach. It just mosquitoes, yes, but it was amazing. The bugs, just that, it was crazy. Anyway, that's quite a selling point too. You know, yeah. think, thinking about the uh, AC optional in cars in Colorado, the reverse of that is heated seats optional yes. in Florida, right? Yes, heated <laughs> seats. Yes, for sure. Danielle, we we met you at the Chamber of Commerce here in Castleberry just a, a few weeks ago, and in our introductions, our conversations, you mentioned being with the reverse funding mortgage. What is a reverse funding mortgage? Uh, Andy was joking off off the air or at the beginning of an episode actually about about wishing that yeah our mortgage would just snap your fingers <laughs> yeah. and go down. I agree. Could you tell us what what do you mean by that term? So the company I work for is Reverse Mortgage Funding, and a reverse mortgage is also known as a home equity conversion mortgage. That's the official title or a HECM, H-E-C-M, people use that acronym a lot. That is what a reverse does. It takes away the mortgage payment, Andy. So it uses the equity in your home. So you take a loan out against the equity of your home. You pay off any existing mortgage that you have and you live mortgage-free for as long as you're in your home, which is your primary residence. And you pay your loan obligations, which are property taxes, homeowners insurance, and uh, HOA if you have it. But that's it. So going into retirement, it's giving folks like this financial freedom of no mortgage payment. And I suppose right now there's there's a lot of people who've got a lot of equity in their homes, right? Because the, right. the prices are so high. So that would make sense why this whole idea of reverse mortgage funding is really kind of coming back into our national consciousness a little bit. Right. We had one of our largest months 
in March since 2017. And the home values are just uh, incredible. Just some of the values that we're seeing and property uh, owners are just amazed. I only paid, you know, they've lived in the home 35 years and, you know, I only paid this much and now they're looking at home values in the high 300s or 400s. You know, that that is the number one benefit of a reverse mortgage is the no, that's why people get it. No mortgage payment, right? Yeah. So they're able to just have that extra breathing room. Just to try and understand this a little bit, we're going off script a little bit. How do you liquidate that equity to pay off the mortgage? Am I understanding right. that right? Yes. So you're essentially, you're going to take out a reverse mortgage mm-hmm. and it's going to pay off your existing lien, your first mortgage, maybe second, depending on the equity that you have, right? So the mortgages mm-hmm. are extinguished and now you have used the remaining equity and you're taking a loan against that equity in mm-hmm. your home. So say you had 200,000 of equity, you're taking that equity, not all of it, but almost all of it, that equity to pay off your loans. And it's called a reverse because it's reverse amortizing. So when you, when currently we are making mortgage payments, our loan is going down, right? Mm-hmm. The reverse is the other way. It is going up. So whatever the amount that you take out of that equity in a loan, that amount is going, it just increases up to the a maximum amount that you're eligible to take called a principal limit. Interesting. That's a really unique concept. And I'm assuming yeah. this has been around yeah. for a while. Somewhere online, it said 1961 was the first okay. reverse mortgage, but in 89 is when Ronald Reagan signed the program into law. So it's been around since 89. It's really had a lot of changes over time too. a big one being the Wall Street reform. So a lot of changes about, you know, who can originate loans, um, who can be a lender, what it is to be me, a loan originator. I'm licensed. I have strict guidelines by the state and national. So there's a lot of good things that are happening to the reverse mortgage because there still is a little bit of that stigma about reverse mortgages, you know, just foreclosing yeah. on everybody's homes. Well, and I can see that because in the 08 economic crash, right? If home values are decreasing, a reverse mortgage can put people in a precarious place. So if you if you have a reverse mortgage, you're only if you have a HECM specifically, you only have to worry about your property taxes, homeowners insurance, and HOA. As long as you're paying those, there's okay. no mortgage payment, nothing happens, and it's a non-recourse loan. Mm. So if when something happens, right, and it's the loan is due, mm. the end of somebody's life and the loan is due. If the heirs, the family members don't want the home, they can just sign a deed in lieu of mm-hmm. and walk away. It doesn't matter if the home at that time is valued at 300 and the loan is valued at five. It's mm-hmm. non-recourse. No one's coming after them. That mm-hmm. is a benefit. However, if they want to buy the home, they can buy the home, pay off the loan, and any equity is left to the heirs. The lender does not take any equity. You know, all we want is whatever the loan value is. Sure. That's yeah. Now, same thing that could happen now. If these astronomical loan or home values 
right? And then in 20 years, things change a little bit. Same thing, non-recourse, no one's going to come after you. So yeah. a lot of guarantees in there, but backed by the FHA, the government. Yeah, I mean, it really seems like some parameters have been put around this to really kind of legitimize it as a as a helpful option to, to free up people's you know financial future. Talking about that why is this specifically helpful to someone who's in their kind of you know mid 50s something like that there are proprietary products that are available for folks 55 and up but in general the HECM, which is backed by the government you must be 62 or older and the reason for that mortgage or that program is to allow people to age in place so free up the equity in their home they've been you know they might have no mortgage at all right and, and having access to essentially an illiquid asset, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's very hard to liquidate the home without not having the home, right? So that's one way to tap into it for them to age in place. And that was the purpose of the HECM in the beginning is to allow folks entering retirement or retired to have that extra financial flexibility. Danielle, let's play a fun little game to kind of focus specifically on on what you and your company do. Okay. Uh, Andy is, we'll just pretend he's almost 55. So we'll just go ahead and round, <laughs> I round am, him up. I am, actually, yeah. Sure. <laughs> feels like not, some, he's not feel, really. feels like that some evenings. <laughs> How would you go about just a, an interaction kind of explaining in, in layman's terms uh, what services you provide? How would you walk alongside him and provide good customer service? I think the first thing when when folks reach out and have an interest in the reverse mortgage, I like to understand what they know, what they've heard about the reverse mortgage. So I like to get their understanding and really listen to that, find out what they know about it. And then second, maybe they've heard a little bit about their neighbors took their entire family on Alaskan cruise and they use the reverse mortgage to pay for it. How did they do that, right? So um, looking at what are the benefits that they would like to get out of a reverse mortgage, asking them, what would you do if you had no mortgage payment? So really getting them to think about what could their retirement look like? So really kind of doing a bit, a bit of discovery on what would your retirement look like? What, how would it benefit you to not have a mortgage payment? If you, you know, then start looking at maybe what kind of equity they have in their home and give them a scenario of that. So if there's no mortgage on your home, start talking about what they might be eligible for. So if you have a $300,000 home, you might be eligible for $250,000, What would you do with that money? How could that help you so that I could better understand, again, some needs and goals for them in retirement. Mm. Some folks just want a line of credit available to them so that if there's a big emergency, they have immediate access to funds, right? They don't have to now go to the financial advisor, Mm. try to figure out what to sell to now have to buy a new car or pay Mm. for hospital bills or something else, right? So that's, that's one way we look at that. I, I I love that because, you know, so often in the finance industry, it's like, hey, you need to do this and everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. But it really sounds like you're taking time to care for the person to learn about them, who they are, what they want, what their financial goals are. And then you have a, a track to help them a, a accomplish that as well. And I, I think that kind of holistic care um, is certainly the way to go and a credit to, to you and your, your business. Uh, Danielle, we are wrapping up. Time just 
seems to fly. I would encourage our listeners to maybe listen to this twice because we got talking pretty technical with some some pretty interesting, you know, math and things like that. If people wanted even after listening to it twice, to get in touch with you, to find out more how this can benefit them and their financial future. What's the best way that people can get in touch with you and learn more about reverse mortgage funding? Sure. I'll make sure and send you the link so you can add it to the podcast because yeah. the spelling of my name is quite unique. But hmm. if you were to type in my name, Danielle, D-U-A-N-Y-E-L-L-E, Perry, P-E-R-R-Y, then I will come up as reverse mortgage funding and probably LinkedIn. I do have a website as well. So it's local.reversefunding.com front slash my name spelling again. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, But I'll make sure and give you the link. It'll be easier. And I'm also on LinkedIn as well. I'm in the Castleberry Chamber of Commerce business Hmm. listing. I'm there Hmm. too. And you can get to my website through that website as well. That's right. So uh, listeners, that's another reason to check out our social and we'll link to Danielle's uh, social and information there as well. Danielle, thank you so much for your time today. This has been fascinating. I've learned a lot. I hope our listeners have as well. And we're so glad that you're part of our Castleberry community. Well, listener, hope you enjoyed Danielle Perry and uh, very thankful for her and her involvement in our local community, helping people uh, with their mortgages, specifically reverse mortgages. Danielle, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. Andy, would you close out another episode of our podcast with some inspiration? Thanks, Drew. Today's inspiration comes from George Bernard Shaw, or as we would say in England, George Bernard Shaw. Either way, he says this, these words of wisdom for us. Some see things as they are and say, why? But I dream things that never were and say, why not? And what he's talking about here is perspective and about attitude. Are we leaning into a can-do opportunity as we become a can-do person? Or are we looking to retreat or stay as we are and become too comfortable? There is a bright future ahead for us. But in order to grasp it, George Bernard Shaw reminds us to ask the question, why not? Very good. Thank you, Andy. And thank you, listener. We hope you have had some joy in your life from our podcast. Uh, We hope that you check us out on our social media and our website. Just search What's Up Castleberry. A huge shout out and thank you to our Beyonce, the beautiful, talented producer, Robin Kepi, for producing our episode, making us sound better than we actually are. Give us a five-star rating and review. Shoot this over to a friend. Invite somebody to like and subscribe. And until next week, we hope you have a great week. 